Hello and welcome to Doc to Me. My name is Heather. And I'm Kathleen. And this week we are discussing Lula Rich. A lot of blonde hair and white women. There were a lot of white people. <laughs> Lula Rich is an American documentary miniseries directed and produced by Jenner First and Julia Willoughby Nason. It consists of four episodes and premiered on Amazon Prime Video on September 10th, 2021. I was waiting for this one. Yeah. <laughs> so we start with Mark and Deanne Stidham. 30 seconds in, and I'm already done with them. <laughs> Is it weird that I could immediately tell that they were Mormon? I think I already knew. I knew some of it. See, I didn't have any idea going into it about any of them, or even like the. I mean, I knew about the company in the sense that like my peers were buying up the ugly ass leggings, but <laughs> just that. Yeah, like right away in this, I was just like, sit the fuck down, stop messing with the rug, do your stupid interview. And Mark even asks, "Is this even in frame?" And no, the part they're fixing is not in frame. And then he sits down and messes up the rug behind him, which they don't even see which it was all I could focus on when they were being interviewed. I thought it was weird that they, like, when they asked the first question, they immediately, like, she reaches out and, like, holds his hand. Yes. Like, they needed, like, support to get through this. I don't know. It was weird. It, like, every time the husband has an affair and he's got to come out and the wife's standing right there next to him. It was yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. It was like a, a united front type of... Mm -hmm. Just like, eh, you're giving off creepy vibes. I was like, what ass did he grab the way they're <laughs> She's like, I need to hold your hand. <laughs> so what the fuck is LuLaRoe? Which I think the name should have been LuLaRue. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just based on the backstory of where they got their name. <laughs> I know, yeah, just like every time I hear LuLaRoe, I'm like, that doesn't sound right. That's not how well, it's said. And it's so confusing because then there's Lululemon and then LuLaRoe. It's... Yeah, a lot of people apparently well, get Lulu the two Lululemon was the murder or... one. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people apparently get them mixed up. Yeah. And I'm like, no, one is a pyramid scheme <laughs> and the other one's just expensive-ass fucking athleisure wear. But basically, this is a cult pyramid scheme for ugly clothes that are low quality that Mormon women just absolutely adore. I'm telling you, this is a big market, like, amongst people I knew, and I am very glad I did not buy into that shit. <laughs> LuLaRoe was incorporated in May 2013 by Deanne and her husband, Mark Stidham, and is currently based in Corona, California. The company's name was derived by combining the names of Deanne's first three granddaughters, Lucy, Lola, and Monroe. That's got to be bad to be, like, the fourth granddaughter and... Well, and considering, like, how many fucking children these people have. Yeah, we'll have, get into that. Yeah. I feel like they probably have, like, 50 grandkids by now. And, like, it's got to be, like, a serious, like, slap in the face to not be part of the, the branding. And not surprisingly, Deanne is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And her decision to start the company was in part motivated by her desire to create more options for the purchase of comfortable clothes that is modest. They sell shirts, skirts, dresses, and their most popular item, leggings. So basically, women, you're disgusting. You need to cover up your entire bodies. And religion just makes it really hard for women to have fun. So to join this shitty pyramid scheme, the buy-in is $5,000. At least. That's insane. Yeah, that's 
a lot more than like any of the other MLMs that I've ever seen. That's more than three mortgage payments for me. That's ridiculous. Which explains why women were selling their breast milk, <sighs> which is fucking weird. And Deanne reminds me of like if Dolly Parton had like a twin sister who wasn't successful or talented um, or even had the same personality, really. What was I saw a lot of people comparing her to, um, was it Tammy Faye? I can't remember no. now. Not Tammy Faye. Like, I don't know. She just... I feel like Tammy Faye's more ditzier. Was, I don't know. Danielle's pretty fucking <laughs> So all of this, but if her twin sister also ended up in court for fraud for trying to steal her own sister's money, that was the vibe I got from her. <laughs> yeah, she's... Oh, okay. You remember Dolly the Sheep? Yes. Do you know why they gave her that name? No, I don't. It's based on Dolly Parton because um, the cell... That they created it from came out of a sheep's mammary gland. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I always assumed that it was like Dolly Parton, but like. But it was that specific. <laughs> did not know that. That is pretty funny. I thought that was really cool. I do love Dolly Parton, though. Oh my God, she's great. She is a national treasure. Married to the same man all these years. That is dedication. <sighs> okay. Um,. So you know when someone quotes a philosopher, you just know right away they're an asshole? Oh, yeah. So surprise, surprise, it's how Mark introduces himself. They ended up meeting on a plane ride and hit it off, which I don't trust anyone who's going to talk to a stranger on, like, public transportation. Yeah, please don't talk to me. It's, yeah, hi, okay, sit down. You can sit Except for that one time where the me. guy next to me bought me drinks. That's okay, okay. that's a good guy. Yeah, like, that's cool. <laughs> you can do that. But, like, don't try and talk to me. No, I don't care about you. I'm never going to see you again. So they ended up getting married and having 14 kids between them. What the fuck? It helps that she started off with fucking seven. Oh I've got God. two, and that's already too many. Like, why would you do that to yourself? And so she spends all this time naming off all the kids, who they're married to. Like, I don't give a fuck. Just get to the crime. Show me the family tree. I'm going to need a whole, like, diagram because there were way too many of them. Except for the past... Two of them are married to each other. Yes, that was the part where I was like, uh... But they were, like, really quick to be like, they never grew up together and they, yeah, they... didn't live in the same house together. There's no bl blood relation. It's awesome. I'm like, no, that's... Fucking weird. I So was it a daughter they adopted and then... His son? His son? I think that's what it was. Yeah, it was a daughter that she adopted. I'm like, that's still really bizarre. Well, but I thought it was a daughter that they adopted together. Because they... Yes, but still, that's... I don't care. You guys are brother related. and sister. Yeah. It's... I, it just... It, yeah, it was fucking weird. And then they thought it was, like, so funny that they put it on the wedding invitation. Yes. Just like, I would not be advertising that. Oh, my God. It's so weird so we go into her childhood where we discover she has a twin named diane deanne and diane it's fucking stupid i like how she calls her mom out for being like not very creative that mom just looks so tired um and isn't it so clever her maiden name is startup like i hate these people i thought it was weird that they she was like oh like my daddy used to tell people like you know like start up your car what about, like, start up your business? Yeah, it's that a was startup. <laughs> considering what you're in. Yeah, they're all entrepreneurs. Like, maybe you just talk about how it's a startup. 
her mother had 11 children and they showed that family picture and yeah that mom just looks so exhausted i felt so bad and i hated the story mark told about his dad Dude, that was such a douchebag thing to say. His dad didn't want to settle for only making $412 a week, which this can't be true. Let's just say this happened like in 1975, like based on their age. With inflation, that would be $2,068. Yeah, like, fuck you, man. A week. Yeah, like, I don't think so. And just the fact that he, like, apparently said, like, I would rather be flat broke than know that I'm going to make $412 a week for the rest of my life. Like... Bitch, I'll be fine with that. Like, even now, four hundred bucks a week—that's pretty good. Yeah, like, just, ugh. yeah. Like I was that, like, what would that be in inflation? I was like, oh my god, fuck this dude. Yeah, I just, I was. That was like the first, like, I was like, man, these guys are assholes. I just scoff this off, and, and he started crying about it. Oh my god. Well, and then what did she say? Like, her mom got money, and then like. Threw, threw it, it over the, the banister and, and was like, this we're is We're going all shopping. For like, all of this just sounds like such bullshit. Yeah. Like, it's too little cute and quirky and... No, I don't buy it. I feel like they've, like, made up this whole backstory. Yeah. To, I guess, make them more endearing. But it really just shows that they're, like... Assholes. Yeah. <laughs> and Dan started with all this shit really early on. She's... Married with kids and wants to go shopping, but doesn't want to spend a lot on name brand dresses. So she hits up this guy who's selling knockoffs or something. It must have been because she was like, they were the same dresses that were like $40, $50 or something like that. And she's yeah. like, but he had them for like 10 bucks. So they can't be the same dresses unless so he's stealing them and then selling them. Bought them off the mob or, yeah, they're just knockoffs. They team up together and she starts throwing parties so she could sell all this off to her friends, which do not invite people to your house just so you could sell them shit, unless it's Girl Scout cookies. I have to say, like, I do not like these, like, pop-up parties and shit. Like, I don't want to go hang out at your house just to, like, get you money. I had a co-worker invite me to, like, a sex shop party thing and I was like this is fucking weird I order that stuff from the comfort of my own home without anyone seeing me in public okay I do not want to go to your party and then have to go to work like in a couple of days and look you in the eye when I know we've seen dildos together that's weird I don't want to do that (laughs) just like I don't want to buy your Tupperware I don't want to buy your leggings or whatever else fuck you have to sell like I do not that's not my kind of party no just no, and I don't want to buy your oils or your wraps no. or any of that shit. Do not hit me up. God, it's so annoying. So Deanne says she's not a numbers person, but she knows what's in the bank account. How Which does she number money works? <laughs> I was confused by that. I, I'm not a numbers person, but I made $40,000 with those pop-up parties. It's like, that's a number. Oh, my God. She, she does this for 27 years and, according to her, made thousands. She started off her tale of being some sad, broke woman taking care of all these kids and they couldn't afford anything, but it really feels like she might have struggled for, like, a year or two, the way she tells the timeline of this. And I haven't been listening to them that long, and I still feel like 90% of what they say is total crap. No, absolutely. They're just feeding some bullshit. So according to her, then her daughter gives her the idea to start making her own skirts to sell. And in five months, she sold 20,000 skirts that she made herself. Yeah. Because I did the math. And if she made them nonstop without any sleep, 
she'd average like at least five an hour. <laughs> That's without any sleep. Yeah, I feel like she probably had like a sweatshop involved in this. That's what, like these stories, like it just doesn't make sense. So then he says he got into the business by getting involved with production and shows a picture of him at a factory. So she made them herself or not? Because that's different, making them all yourself and selling them or no, I feel just like paying she, someone to make them and then you go out and sell them. Yeah, I feel like it was more of a situation like she made a couple skirts and then she hit up a factory to mass yeah. produce them. It's the math doesn't add up. Well, she's not a numbers person, Heather. Uh, you're right. But yeah, I just like these little things and I'm looking it up and I'm like, I can't trust anything they say. And then they started verbally jabbing at each other, and she slips up and says, a lot of the time, I hate him, which those dinner table meetings must be just rough for that family. Well, especially when you find out they got, like, the whole goddamn family involved in the whole thing. The way they were fighting was like, oh, shit, yeah, we're on camera. And it was like, oof. That's why they hold hands. <laughs> she's just digging into him with her nails. She's, she's squeezing a little too tight mm-hmm. to let him know shut his mouth. Yeah. The business started according to them when they started asking, how do we make money for others and yet still get paid? Let's finish that sentence. Yeah. How do we make millions while others make hundreds? <laughs> and then they spend time teaching us what an MLM or multi-level marketing is, which... I don't know someone who doesn't know what it is, but go on, because we've got like three more episodes of this to fill. It's like, especially if you're still friends with people you know from high school, you know what an MLM yeah, is. Yeah, you are hit up you, on yes. the daily. In fact, if someone randomly sends you a friend request, it's because they're trying to sell you yes. some shit. What about me screams, I give a shit about Herbalife <laughs> or makeup even. I don't like I don't care. So in this, I noticed right away, they don't refer to it as people selling clothes. It's only retailers, which yeah. I feel takes away the human side of it. Like, we're not destroying people. We're destroying retailers. Well, and it's also really misleading because they're not retailers. They're no. just fucking housewives. Yes. Like, when you when I think of a retailer, I'm thinking of someone who has a shop. Yes, and like a physical place to go to and you know have their shit hung up and like they're selling it, it from like, the are shop. they just trying to take the human element out of it oh, to make absolutely. it sound better for them they're trying to sugarcoat what they've done and kathleen i need you to join the movement you hey. know you want to just join the movement i everything about this was throwing up red flags i was like how how but it's you... just women empowering women not to mention like if someone tells me i need to invest so that I can make money off of that. But you could be your own boss, babe. Okay, I I will just say right now, like, I hate that phrase. It is so stupid. If you are selling someone else's products, you are not a boss, babe. You do not own your own business. No. That is just absurd. Don't come at me with that shit. They just didn't join the movement hard enough. Oh, and it's not a cult. So it's so funny talking to their first seller because they just talk about how much money they were making and it's so easy and yeah when you're the first ones on the ground floor you're gonna make money yeah it's when you get in at the end and you have no one underneath (laughs) you like fuck right now you're not competing with that's how a pyramid works it's basic business sense 
sell something that no one else is selling. If no one else is selling it, yeah, you're going to make more. Yeah, and then once the market is saturated, no one fucking wants it anymore. Oh, my God. So 2014, they start selling those ugly-ass leggings. Don't understand the appeal of them. They were supposed to be buttery soft. But they treat it like it's the fabric that's not moving off the shelves. Let's just buy that and make leggings out of it. Yeah, they were just like, oh, this is a fun print. This is a fun print. Let's just throw it off. Except for the green one with the skulls. Those were cool. Like, the Halloween ones looked cool. But everything else was just stupid looking. And then it was, like, limited edition prints. Like, you can only get so many pairs or something like that. Yeah. And let's talk about the fact that these retailers weren't even picking their own merchandise. Yeah. They were just being sent random-ass shit. So if, like, their box contains, like, 50 pairs of ugly orange leggings, like, oh, that's on you. Yeah. (laughs) Like, how much were the leggings? Um, I think the, like, I think they said the retail cost was, like, $10, like, to buy them from them. And then they were selling them for, I want to say, like, 30 or 35 I don't know. Something like that. These I'm ones, sure right now, Target, 10 bucks. Dude, <laughs> Amazon leggings, $5, $10. Like, I don't, like, insane. I, first of all, I don't even really like pants all that much because I feel like they're, like, prison. But... <laughs> I just, I remember when people I knew were, like, buying up these leggings and, like, coming in, and I'm just like, looks like fucking pajamas. Like, <laughs> why are you wearing this shit out in public and to work and, like, in social settings? You, especially when they were, like, combining, what was it, the Irmas or whatever it was? What were they, they had, like, different names for the shirts. I know. I didn't pay attention. I just thought it was funny because it was, like, people names, like, Irma and... I can't remember the other one. I just remember because Irma is such a funny name. <laughs> um, but yeah, like just combining them, it's just fucking weird. Like, so and then they start showing us um, motivational videos that they show <laughs> Deanne. She's like, "You're very important to us," which, in other words, keep selling because your money is important to us. Which is also what cult leaders say. But also good for her. She was already using Zoom. Very progressive. She was, yeah, she's ahead of the curve. And it's not a get rich quick scheme. You buy at wholesale and sell at retail. Like a typical pyramid scheme. Yeah. Sorry, MLM. Which is the same thing. Oh my God, the woman who took out a $5,000 loan without telling her husband to join LuLaRoe. Okay, can I just say that it's not a coincidence that several of these women ended up divorced yeah just like it's like you're broke your credit cards are maxed out so you're gonna go get a loan and not tell your husband you did this like that's oh they my god they were preying on stay-at-home moms and the testimonials are just so funny they're like we're in this together i love you and i'll always be there to pick you back up but they forgot to end with you know as long as you give me my money because they're telling this to their people below them. They do not care about you. They just want you to sell so no. they can get money. Exactly. They're making money off of you. And as this goes on, the motivational videos, so-called, whatever, they get scarier and scarier. Yeah, they're more culty. Like, the one where he's, like, sitting there, like, in the car or whatever, and he's like, oh, my product is stale. Blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, no, you're stale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
like that I like I actually went back and watched that three or four times like their I, voice just keeps getting a little louder and louder yeah there's it's, it's more it's more like yelling and yeah. being reprimanded than it is like encouraging it's very like, triggering holy shit <laughs> like I feel like my dad's yelling at me so eventually Mark and Deanne bring their kids into this because they needed Someone for photography, social media, website, and accounting? You hire people. You do not How bring do in not... inexperienced people from your family. This is years into it. You still don't have anybody doing accounting? <laughs> she is not a numbers person, Heather. Then <sighs> they bring the nephew in who looks like a failed boy band member, except they showed a clip of him singing at a church thing, and he was very flat. <laughs> and he's a church event DJ? And he's like, I wasn't I used to throwing parties for million-dollar companies, let alone billion-dollar companies or something I like that. I don't know what his thing was. He and was then, throwing ragers. Yeah, eventually they just randomly dragged Mario Lopez into this. They Fucking hired Kelly Clarkson. Him. They hired him for some event, which then made even more women sign up for this company. Who cares about Mario Lopez? Well, I would not pay $5,000 just for the opportunity to take a picture with Mario Lopez. Like, no, thank you. I don't care for Mario. I don't know why these women were so excited. And they only hired him because he was cheap. <laughs> it's not like they really gave a shit. He's in our price range. <laughs> so by 2016, LuLaRoe has made over $70 million, which is stupid and insane. So what could possibly go wrong? Oh, and then they showed a pair of leggings that were 4th of July themed, but also had leopard print on them. <laughs> the prints were outrageous. I couldn't focus. I just could not get that out of my head. I'm glad it was like right before this episode ended because I was just like, what was that? It would make more sense if they were for children. Like all these wild like, It's wild either 4th of July prints. or leopard print. You can't put those together. They were loud. On leggings. And then there, there's a lot of motos in this. This one uh, says, we're helping families and blessing lives. That's weird. It's a cult. But there's like so many of them. I feel like they're just throwing everything, trying to pander to everyone. Yeah, they were just like, well, and it explains in like later episodes, like when the designer comes in and starts talking about like, how they had like quotas they had to meet mm -hmm. of like how many prints a day they were throwing out it's like it was almost like you had to do more than one print a day like <laughs> it's almost like um jim jones like he would get like you know the people he already has and the new people he's trying to bring in and he'd do church stuff and then he'd look at his people who were already in and go this is just to get them in so it's kind of like just picking and choosing what you want to tell to get more people to come in. Yeah, it was definitely... They were, like, trying to trick and convince yeah. these suckers. Like, oh, this is great. It's fantastic. Because they do the, like, oh, yeah, we'll help out. You can pay for your family stuff. And then it was also, like, we're empowering women. And it was a lot. There was no women empowering. And Ikea gets a lot of free publicity in this. Like, every woman had those big blue totes bag things on their shoulder. We started in our garage like every single one of them had those damn bags uh the very beginning of episode two i'm not feeling as bad for these women because right away they talk about how they signed up because LuLaRoe was selling them on the idea to make one to two thousand dollars a month for part-time work 
if it's too good to be true then it's actually (laughs) too good to be true if these women had money then they would have been obvious investors for like fire festival (laughs) they will just buy into anything so mark a sucker is born every day heather mark and deanne are telling these women to sign up but don't go into debt to do it you could just sell cookies for five thousand dollars. Yeah, like, Dan, that's not. Gonna I don't work. know about your fucking bake sales, but I've never made five thousand dollars selling cookies. Not just, that I can bake. Just want to bring up again. Packages start at five thousand dollars to join in. Yeah, that's not. But they like, can go up to eleven thousand. Yeah. And they encourage you to have twenty thousand dollars worth of merchandise on hand. Can you imagine having, when Girl Scout cookie comes around, having $20,000 worth of cookies in your house? Dude, I feel ridiculous, like, starting up with, like, 100 boxes of cookies. That's insane. The series gave me a lot of anxiety. Women said they sold breast milk just to join. That's insane. Why wouldn't you just sell breast milk and pay your bills? <laughs> like, I, if I had produced more milk, I definitely would have just done that. Yeah, it just, it doesn't seem... Like everyone was using common sense. No, because I'm like, if people are already buying your breast milk, just focus on that. Why are you going to just spend all this money on something that's not a sure thing? Yeah, like you don't even have to buy anything for that. No. Like, you're already producing it. Uh, I, again, I hate these two. They've ruined so many lives and they're just laughing it off in these interviews. I just, all her necklaces she was wearing, I was hoping like, She'd get them caught in her hair, trying to take them off and, like, rip out her hair. Hair was so big. The bigger the hair, the closer and, to Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> and if you work at their home office, you have to wear their shitty clothes. Yeah, when, they, when that, like, one chick was like, I came in, I was, like, you know, in my Chanel outfit, and she took me to the warehouse and made me put on some of the leggings. Like, well, and it was funny, because after they said this is when they went to Daryl, who works in customer service, and then I was just like, can you imagine him having to wear those leggings? (laughs) Sir, your balls are showing. (laughs) So as someone who is very familiar with data entry, I was absolutely shocked when Daryl says that this huge company they're working at was using Google Docs. I couldn't believe that. It's like like not even QuickBooks or something? No, Google Docs. That's I was terrifying. Appalled. That is not how you run a company. No. And then one of the sons was involved with the company just because he knew how to use Excel. <laughs> he didn't even know all that much. I could have worked there. I would have shot through the ranks of this company with my skills. <laughs> so, of course, these fucking idiots aren't limiting the amount of retailers that they're accepting, which is so stupid if you want to make money in the long run. No, it's, they literally, like, they have, like, wait lists and, like... It was like they took a business class and then did the opposite of everything they learned. Was it, like, she said something like 100 people being onboarded a day or something like that? Or 1,000? Well, at one point, one point they said there were, like, 500 in a month or it was... Um, there's so many numbers thrown through this. Yeah. It's just, it was insane. People were on like a fucking wait list yeah. to pay money. Oh, I thought they had already paid money just to be able to be in the wait list. Oh, maybe they were. Uh, so insane. And you know right away how bad this is going to be for everyone not actually in this weird family because nothing happens to rich people. No, of course not. 
Not naming names, but you can literally defraud charities and still manage to be president. It was Taft. He used that to get out of the heat of being stuck in a bathtub. Anyway, these women throw down all this money and then they have to wait weeks to be accepted in to sell the clothes and then they have to wait for the clothes to arrive. I have one woman that was like, I was camping with my family and I would drive down the mountain every day to check and see if my packages were shipped or on their way or something like that and she just left the camp. Yeah, she came back, told her husband, oh, they're delivered, I gotta go, and just left. Which made me think of the office when uh, they were trying to find a new manager. Jim Carrey said he left <laughs> his family at the Finger Lakes. <laughs> they didn't even know he was gone. <laughs> so, yeah, this waiting time is scary because you don't even have clothes yet to sell, and you're already getting bills for credit cards for the money you've taken out because it's, like, at least two months. Yeah, it was... And you don't even know what the fuck you're going to be getting. No. It could be ugly-ass shit. Well, it was ugly-ass shit, but you could well, be getting even uglier shit. While they're waiting, they're spending more monies, like, buying clothes racks and, like, transforming rooms. The one woman kicked her son out of his room to take yeah. over it. Yeah. Could you imagine, it's... like, your mom taking your bedroom so that she could, like, put up some ugly clothes? Yeah. Oh, my God. But they're, like, transforming in the room so they could do setting up for, like, shipping or doing, um live streaming videos to sell to Facebook friends and uh, one of these women I have already laughed at before because she was on extreme couponing I know which <laughs> woman you are talking about so it was like seeing an old friend from school <laughs> but can we talk about how amazing her husband is yes he is so his wife was the one who invested in this this was going to be her thing but he kind of took over selling to her friends. Yeah, he was like, like doing holding the up video. the clothes in front of the video. Yeah, he's like, and... this is a size uh, small. And <laughs> look at this fun print. This is a 829. He's or like dressing up for like 4th of July. And uh, he was. Get you a husband like that, ladies. <laughs> he's ride or die material. <laughs> he really is. I think my favorite, per- well, one of two favorite people in this is Ileana. She was a print designer who didn't give a fuck about this at all. No, she's like sitting there in her combat boots. And yeah, she's, she's just like, I'm like, not wearing these clothes. She's like, maybe we'd just find shit on the internet and just change it a little bit. My favorite quote from her was, I would think a print would be tacking, tacky, but one man's trash is another's treasure. <laughs> I love that. She's just there to do the job and get paid. <laughs> she didn't give a fuck. She's like, I'm not going to wear this shit, Yeah, but I was I'll make shocked. it. I was shocked she was even hired because she doesn't wear the clothes and she's got tattoos. So it's like everything against Mormon faith. She, she was just there to get paid. She did not care. So the dumbest concept for this company is that only, I've seen, they said 3,000 or 5,000 prints. I want to say 3,000. I've seen both. It was. It's supposed to be like limited. Like yeah, it's either three thousand or five thousand um, pieces are made from each design, but they don't specify. Is it three thousand overall or three thousand in shirts, leggings? Yeah, they didn't. They didn't specify. But they were talking about how it was like finding your unicorn. And let me just say, like, I hate that term. Okay, yeah. I really do. It's stupid. Like, let's not use that. And so they'd be like. If you found your unicorn, like, you had to buy it immediately because you would never find it again, or blah, 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 blah. Yeah, because you don't get to pick the designs 
that you're getting. You're you pick like if you want shirts or leggings or sizes and that's it. So you could get some ugly ass thing you're not gonna sell. You're fucked. Yeah, you're just keeping it. That's so crazy. Which I mean in a business sense is really stupid because if you have one that's popular, why wouldn't you make more and right. get more money? Exactly. This company just doesn't make sense. Yeah, because then if there's something rare, like people are just going to turn around and sell it for even more. So then this company's missing out on more money. It's just... Yeah, it's like when you have a hot commodity, you want more of that hot yes. commodity. Like, There's a difference between making more and flooding a market. You don't need to make just a huge amount, but you figure it's getting popular. Maybe release it every couple of months or yeah, something. Yeah, like an anniversary release. I like that. And now we get to the uncomfortable part of this. If you truly want to make money from this, you have to recruit new people to sell for you because these women are only making a couple thousand dollars, which is insane the amount of work they put in. And yet they feel fine bringing in family members and friends when they know it's not that successful. Yeah, like I... Just for bonus checks. Yeah, hearing like, oh, I had like... 50 people under me, like, that's 50 people you fucking ruined lives of. That one woman said, like, 2,500 people beneath her. Well, and they were getting, like, $40,000 bonus checks and stuff like that. Like, it is fucking insane. And I'd like to point out that these women, like, are talking about, like, the money they were making. Where the fuck did it go? Well, they go into that later. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just to put other women through this is insane. So imagine I have a shitty job that I absolutely despise, but somehow I get you a job there also, so now we're both miserable, but at least there's a little payout for me because now I have someone to chat with. I mean, I've done that. (laughs) I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. But also, you're paying for my lunches, and I like extra guac on my burritos, so... I just that. don't understand why you would put someone through that for just a little extra money and a watch. Ooh. It was not a cute that watch That woman either. was so proud of that watch and it doesn't look like she had ever worn it. It was in like some handbag. She just It was in was. perfect condition. It's like, what is the point? And then some weird necklace with a triangle, which... Because it's a pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah, I thought I it did. was very fitting. I was like, yes. they're even like, they're totally aware of this. Uh, yeah. So Mark wants you to know this isn't multi-level marketing. It's multi-level management. Don't bother asking what the difference is. We're, we're all management. We're managing others. There's no way in hell I would attend one of the parties they had. It's just all these women are invited to these huge events, and I would shoot myself if I had to go. Just being in a huge room with all these middle-aged moms just woo and screaming and acting like they're at a rave, and I assume there's not alcohol there. Well, they're Mormons, so probably not. That's, yeah. That's, and, like, this sounds terrible. And they're all white. It's my pure nightmare. I like how Deanne was like, don't serve food at any of these because they're all on diets. Like, bitch, I'm not on a diet. I will yeah. eat the shit out of your snacks. And then this just gets worse. Don't invite me to a party without snacks. It's not as bad as what happens next. They start throwing giant parties on cruise ships. <laughs> You will never find me on a cruise ship. I think it's like one person every month disappears or Off is a murdered. Cruise ship. It's, or... The person, it's like the perfect place to murder your spouse. Because nobody investigates because it's you're out. International waters. We learned that from Dennis from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> That's the <laughs> implication. 
So Lachey is definitely there with us. Yeah, she's definitely... I think she was my favorite. She's one of the rare women of color who works for this company, and her quote is fantastic. Being on a boat with a whole bunch of white people like that, just not my thing. I'm so sorry. I just had to say it. I love white people to death, but being on a boat in the middle of nowhere... And it was only but a handful of us, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Her delivery on it is fantastic. She was my favorite. I just, I love this because shit out of in her. this documentary, there's only two women of color, Lachey being one of them, who also works for the company. Yeah, so she was originally working as onboarding, and she mm-hmm. was, like, talking about how, like, when she'd call and say that she was from LuLaRoe, people would, like, scream and freak out, like yeah. it was, like, the sweeps or something. Just, like... I've never been that excited for a phone call, ever. In fact, if someone calls me, I probably aren't. The one was at her bachelorette party. Yeah, she's like, (laughs) you can hear all the the music and stuff in the background, and the woman, like, left her bachelorette party or whatever to, like, take this phone call. Like, I don't even answer my phone if it rings. You can leave a message, and I'll see if it's important enough to, yeah, or text me. You can leave me a message, but I'll probably get to it in a couple hours. Yeah, like, who answers their phone these days? So the best part about all this is the events are not free. If you were a leader or a mentor with people beneath you, you are required to attend to give seminars. So you have to pay for your own ticket, lodging, and food. And you're there working. It's not a party for you. Can you imagine having to pay to work at Disney World? Because that's (laughs) what this is. All these people having fun while you're having to work and you paid the same amount. Yeah, fuck that. But Mark says that you're there to teach others and to socialize, which why do you need to socialize with these people? They're already in the company. It's not like you could sell this product yeah. to them. I'm sorry, but I don't socialize for free Yeah. with my job, okay? I can't like sell if, to these people. Why am you, I going to talk to them? If you want me somewhere, you better be paying. It's just another excuse for him to make money off these women while he gets to party and... It's... You see him like in the pool surrounded by all these women or whatever. It's so gross. Dude, put a shirt on. <laughs> these events are so big, they eventually have to rent out a stadium. And after they've already dragged Mario Lopez through this, now they're going to go big time and get Katy Perry. For only $5 million, you can get Katy Perry. And then Deanne acting like she didn't know who Katy Perry was. Oh, fucking liar. <laughs> Everyone knows Katie Katy Perry. Perry. Shut up. No, she's a liar. You've got granddaughters. You know who Katy Perry is. Everyone knows who Katy Perry is. <laughs> so by the end of 2016, LuLaRoe expanded to more than 60,000 sellers and ger- generating $1.3 billion in B-b-b-billion. sales. billion <laughs> All right, Amanda. <laughs> And I love that they have this huge building for their headquarters, but the parking lot's like a third full at most. Yeah, it was like, like there were parking spots between cars. <laughs> like, why they did were you social need all this? distancing, Heather? <laughs> so why do you need all this? What goes inside that place that so you need um, that big of a building? Um, but can we talk about how they ran out of room in the building? We'll get to that. <laughs> okay, good. Like, there's no way they have production in this building. Why does it need to be this big? Apparently they do. I can't imagine Deanne allowing, like, a production with that smell and that's not going on there. Well, they were never there. <sighs> they used yeah. to watch for their car. Yeah. <laughs> so. They knew what all of them drove. 
<laughs> the whole family. They knew the whole family's vehicles so they could watch for them to show up at the company. So uh, anyway, in 14 months, they experienced $2 billion in growth without expanding the rest of the company to meet that. Ileana is expected to pump out 100 new designs every day, and then even customer service is expected to respond to at least 150 emails a day. You can't keep up with that and expect shit not to fall apart. Yeah, that's insane. you really can't. Like that's and each month they're trying to like too much. push them more and more. It's insane. You have to grow your company along with your sales, but Mark and Deanne clearly don't Didn't give a shit. Know how to. All they, care about, all they care about is the money coming in. And then the women who are actually making money of, off of this are encouraged to spend their money to look good and successful for the women working underneath them. So they're making all the money, but that they're having to spend like, it all. I bought two cars. Like, yes. What the fuck? Insane. If you're she making $40,000 in one month, you don't spend $40,000 the next month. She took some of the women out for dinner and just spent, was it 1000 or 10000 Either way, it's a ridiculous amount. Wait, it was more, like, that, it, oh, cool, ugh. Just, the She whole better thing. have tipped really well. Just absolutely mind-blowing. Like, I mean, it gets worse. I was buying worse, coach but, purses and yeah. blah, 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 blah. Like, I could not even fathom spending $40,000 yeah, in a month. Yeah, she's like buying a new outfit for every event. Like, nobody's paying attention. You five at most and just switch around with them. Seriously, you're not that famous. So I, at this point, I really don't feel bad for these women. I care more about women below them. But yeah, the one woman's crying about how she's broke. But it was like, you got nice things out of this. Like, don't act like you were innocent. I can't feel bad for you when you have women underneath you actually struggling just to make up for the thousands of dollars they've put into it just because of you. Seriously. Like, they are getting rich off the backs of others. Yeah. And we're supposed to feel sorry for them. It's like, oh, just save some of your money. That one woman that was like, I don't feel comfortable disclosing my highest bonus. Oh, yeah. Their bonus checks were insane every month. I think one woman said forty, and then Lachey said she saw one for seventy thousand. Let's just say they were making more than I do an entire fucking year. Because even like just to sign somebody else up underneath you, you would get commission off that initial five thousand dollars. Yeah, and then every purchase that they made of like more merchandise, you were getting a percentage. Yeah. Yeah, and so like. So it doesn't matter if someone isn't successful at selling clothes. As soon as they buy the clothes, that's where you get your money off of it. Exactly. And if you have, like... Like a pyramid scheme. Oh, yeah. It's interesting how they don't understand what that is. No. It's really very odd. <laughs> so that was the end of episode two. You want to call it there? Yeah, let's... let's okay. Let's... So that will be the conclusion of our first part of this. Because we, we have will... a lot of shit to say. Yeah. <laughs> We will be back next week with the last two remaining episodes. So we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Doc to Me. The opening music is by Twisterium. For comments or suggestions, we can be reached by email at doctomepod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at doctomepod and find our Facebook group, Doc to Me Podcast. Thank you.